Shark Week is back and so is WTMI. Does it get any better than this? I'm Mike Finarelli. This is Sean O'Reilly. It's Tuesday. That can mean only one thing. It's WTMI Consumer, Consumer Good, Good Style. Yeah. Woo! And no, it does not get any better. It does not. And, of course, it's Shark Week. For sure. Did I've, you see the uh, thing on uh, Google? They were talking about a enormous shark that they caught, possibly the world's largest great white shark that's been caught on film. It's like 22 feet long mm-hmm. and all this stuff because of the show. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, I tuned in. Did you tune in Sunday night? No. Watch Shark of Darkness, The mm-hmm. Wrath of Submarine. Yeah, no, this, this legendary shark, <laughs> supposedly a legendary shark, 35 feet long. Oh, my gosh. Off of South Africa. Is it a great white? It's great white. Cool. I don't know, That's believe it or deal. not. Yeah. It was a good show, though. Had me on the edge of my seat. And speaking of big fish, uh, today's show is all about Walmart. The biggest fish of them all. That's right. <laughs> So uh, in today's fashion, we just kind of wanted to take a look at Walmart and think about what are the three things that investors need to know the most about Walmart. These are investors, prospective investors, whether you hold shares or not. Sean, why why are we even talking about Walmart? Why is Walmart such an important thing? It's the 35-foot-long shark. I don't know. Um, Needless to say, just a couple of snippets here. It is the world's largest retailer. Mm-hmm. It is so big, it's got 2.2 million employees globally. The business itself is enormous. Revenues last year were $476 billion. That's billion with a B. Mm-hmm. Uh, this compares with ExxonMobil at $390 billion, Microsoft at just 87 and its you know, other competitor, Costco. You know, they kind of compete with Target and Costco, but Costco's got just $105 billion in revenue in its latest fiscal year. So... It is, needless to say, an enormous company. It's so big, it kind of starts to track the economy in some ways. Um, If the founder, Sam Walton, who has since passed, his fortune passed on to his uh, four kids and his wife, he would be worth over $100 billion today, richer than Bill Gates, Carlos Slim, all of them. He's just this humble man from Arkansas. (laughs) So, thinking about the things that investors need to know about when it comes to Walmart stock... Uh, I think it makes sense to kind of stop with the start with the very top lines. Let's start with revenues. So, why are revenues so important to Walmart? How has Walmart been doing in terms of revenue growth over the past couple of years? For decades, their whole business model business model has functioned around everyday low prices. They don't care about making the most money on a toothbrush. They mm-hmm. care about getting you in there getting a 1% profit margin on you buying everything you possibly need for your house. Right. Their goal is volume, and that's basically how they have lower price, and that's their entire business model. Right, right. Um, they've, you know, all these years you talk about, like, you know, Warren Buffett talking about how growth is its own, eventually forms its own anchor. Mm-hmm. Walmart's kind of there. Its revenues are almost $500 billion a year. <laughs> um, so needless to say, their, their revenue growth has slowed. I mean, that's the simple fact of the matter. Right. Call it law of large numbers or or what you have, if you will. Yeah, but uh, I was pulling some numbers, and it looked like uh, Walmart U.S. revenues in particular, and I think that's where some of the concern is lately for investors. For sure. um, have, uh, revenues are still growing, so let's, let's make that very clear, but they've been growing more slowly over the past couple of years. And compound over the last five years, revenue growth for U.S. revenues have been only 1.5%. And you compare that to the rest of the company, their operations, internationally, for instance, it has been growing revenues much faster, right? interestingly enough. And keep in mind that U.S. revenues is a significantly larger portion of the overall business. So is this a concern for Walmart shareholders? 
I think if anybody's buying into the company, if they've owned it for you know any number of years, they pretty much know what they're getting. They're getting the world's largest retailer. And if you expect it to grow at, oh, I don't know, 10, 20, 30% a year, you're kind of kidding yourself. Right, right. Um, that being said, I mean, they are still doing relatively well compared to some of their other peers. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the revenue growth has been slowing. This last year, total revenues were just up 1.6% over the previous year. Right. This compares with 5% growth in 2013 and 5.8% in 2012. Um, Costco's been doing a little bit better, but they, again, they're a fourth of the size of Walmart. So people are like, oh, Costco's better. They're right. a fourth. It's easy for them. It's easier to grow when you've got a smaller base. Right, right. They grew revenues last year. It's, uh, this year, they're, for some, whatever reason, Costco's fiscal year does not line up even remotely with Walmart or Target's. I don't know why. It's like, it's very odd. But anyway, this year, uh, for their fiscal year 2014, they're expected to grow revenue 6.78%. Last year, they grew at 6.1%. And 2012 was actually a really good year. They grew at 115 Target's been having the hardest time out of all of them. They actually had um, basically no growth this past year. It's minus 0.3%. The previous year was minus 1%. And then they just grew at 4.9% the previous year. Right. And again, Target's a lot smaller than Walmart. So... It might still be the best to breed. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. So, so we talk about Target. We talked about Costco. What about the dollar stores? Because that's uh-huh. been an interesting concern over the last couple of years. A lot of investors and analysts alike have been talking about how the dollar stores have kind of swooped in, especially in in the uh, wake of the Great Recession, kind of clawed some uh, some market share away from For sure. Walmart. So, is this a concern? And if so, what is Walmart doing in order to regain its footing? Okay, so. Um, if you were looking for that 10, 20, 30% growth that I mentioned, you're kidding yourself, if you want that out of Walmart, mm-hmm. the dollar stores were the place to be. Mm-hmm. The biggest of them, Dollar General, it's got like an $18 billion market cap. Mm-hmm. 2012 revenue growth of 13.6%, 2013, 8.2%, and this past fiscal year, 2014, uh, that just wrapped up 9.2% growth. So growing a lot faster than its bigger cousins. Right. That being said, it's again starting to slow, and it almost seems like the easy money taken away market share from Walmart and Target and everything is kind of gone because mm-hmm. now they're starting to run into problems and you got Carl Icahn and they're like okay guys stop kidding yourselves <laughs> let's just merge like just little things like that so right. it almost seems like the party's gone but <laughs> right right so and you see and we see Walmart of course you know expanding with different for multi-store sure. for, formats different types of footprints so throughout. you go to these dollar stores and they're a lot smaller right I mean, they're very very like they're much smaller so in order to get in on that game Walmart has started testing and they Believe it or not, and most of our viewers might not know this, the um, they're starting the uh, neighborhood markets right. business model, a lot smaller footprint. Mm-hmm. We're talking like a sixth of the size, maybe even less, of a normal super center. And far fewer SKUs. A lot of, yeah. Right. Um, to get kind of in on that, go to more urban environments and everything. Right. Um, and they're having a little bit of success with that. They're slowly rolling it into urban centers, and uh, that's their next leg of growth here in the U.S. Because I mean, there's a neighbor, or uh, there's a, a super center in pretty much every town, mm-hmm. probably two. <laughs> like, you know, that's their next growth driver here in the U.S. to kind of combat the dollar stores who have been kind of encroaching on their territory. Gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Okay, so if leaving revenue growth for a while here. Moving down the line, let's talk in terms of profit growth. How has Walmart fared in terms of profitability over the past couple of years? Uh, so as I mentioned at the start of the show, the name of the game for them is volume. Right. Like, they want you in there. And believe it or not, um, Walmart, 
the purpose of the business model they have is to literally sell you everything you possibly need. Mm-hmm. Groceries are half their revenues. Mm-hmm. It's actually crazy, but then they sell like batteries and everything else, pet food, all that. Right. Um, so they want you in there not necessarily to big huge profit margin on one item. They want a one or two percent profit margin bottom line mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. Volume's the name of the game. Um, gross margin is really where it's at because as that if that were to shrink even a little bit, right. Huge impact on the bottom line. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. But okay. um, their gross profit margin. So this is basically just revenues minus cost of goods sold. Everything else, you know, being taken uh, taken equal. Mm-hmm. Um, for Walmart, it stayed pretty much steady over the last five years at about twenty five percent. It goes down to twenty four point five, up to twenty five. It's basically averaged out to be about twenty five percent over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Then their net income margin is held steady at around three point three to three point nine percent. The net income margin can fluctuate a little bit more. One, because gross margin going down even a little bit impacts that a lot, but also you've got all kinds of other little gap charges and everything in the net income line that you don't get with the gross margin. Right. But um, that's obviously holding steady, too. So they're doing relatively well. Right, right. Can you tell us a little bit about, speaking of in terms of operating leverage for the company, you know, small changes in gross margin can lead to bigger impacts down to the bottom line. So how does this actually play out for a Walmart, and what does it have to be concerned about? What do investors have to be concerned about here? Do you see possible pressure from the gross margin causing profits to fall off? They have such scale, and you hear these, like, they had that... um uh, special on CNBC a few years ago called The Age of Walmart. And yeah. they followed, I, it was amazing, I loved that they did this, but they followed a toy maker, and they were a smaller scale toy maker, and they went in, it was like Walmart's Bentonville, Arkansas headquarters. looks like a uh, like a grade school. It's just this one floor building. It's all brick. It's just hanging out. But they take you to these tiny little rooms, and they negotiate with you on your pricing, and they squeeze every last penny out of their suppliers. So... I would argue that they don't have anything to worry about except for the growth because right now their profitability as a volume distributor is I, you how could you possibly compete with them? Right. Like you really, really can't. Right, right. So <laughs> sounds pretty terrifying as a potential no, Walmart like, supplier. People were like, yeah, we're really because like on one side, like do they have like know, the spotlight really set up? It's yeah. like a dark room. And, yeah, sit down <laughs> and come in, good cop, bad cop. Would you like some water? <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, and it's, you know, on one hand, you want this huge, because, like, if getting a contract with Walmart could easily make a company. I mean, you're talking about this huge potential buyer. But on the flip side, it's like, will you make any money doing right. it? Like, eh, you right, know, exactly. but anyway. And in speaking about making money, for investors, an important consideration, probably our, our third element that investors need to know about. Let's talk a little bit about valuation. You know, okay. Stocks valuation, whether or not... You know, it's appropriate. It's an attractive price right now, today's current stock price. What do you think? Um, okay, so full disclosure, I don't own any shares of Walmart. It is a big fi- Actually, we kept saying it was a shark earlier. Maybe it's this giant great whale or whatever. It's the biggest <laughs> whale in the ocean. But anyway, um, so current P.E. of around 14 or 15 times this year's estimated earnings I've looked at like 15, 20 analysts that cover Walmart. Most of them expect revenues to uh, you know, grow 3 or 4% a year going out to the end of the decade. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can grow a little faster than that. I don't know. If it's undervalued, which the argument could be made that it is, 14 or 15 times earnings for a business you know, is strong. And their returns on equity as a business, like mm-hmm. comparing them to a, a regular business in the S&P 500, uh, in the S&P 500 index, right. their returns on equity historically, and like I, this has not changed for whatever reason, is about 22%. The average American corporation is at 10 or 12. So mm-hmm. it's still a great business. They're paying out half their income as dividends. 
buying back some stock, upgrading some stores, that's it. Right. You know? That being said, the argument could be made that it's probably a little bit undervalued at 14 or 15 times earnings. If it is, it's by like 10 or 15 percent. So right, you, right. Know, you and I are both Graham Buffett guys. It's not a huge margin of safety. <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. I don't know. I, if you know, somebody asked me, I'd, you'll probably match the market owning Walmart. If you do beat it, it'll be like a couple of percentage points, but you're not going to get super rich buying Walmart here. The, uh, the Waltons already took all that. <laughs> <laughs> so it might not be the, the most attractive. The biggest fish in the, mar- in the sea you, might not be the most attractive. You could do a lot worse, but you're not going to get, you know, gangbusters returns and everything or anything like that. Right, right. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you very much, no Sean. Problem. Appreciate thank it. You. I think that's that about does us for today. Thank you very much for listening. And if you have any questions, certainly email us at consumergoods at full.com and full on.